day. So every day we start fresh because we can't affect the past, but we damn sure can make a difference today. Welcome to episode 24 of Shop Talk. Jennifer and Carrie here, and there was a lot to lot happened in 402. From meeting the new rookie to meeting Claire Ivy, who I'm assuming is probably going to be the season four villain, uh, at least for the first half of season four. And we saw some sweet mom Lucy Chen moments. Love seeing that. We saw the new parents, Angela and Wesley. And then how can we forget Chenford? So it was good stuff. Um, we do have, well, you don't have like a whole lot of news. We just have like one little tidbit. Um, and that's, if you're not following William DeBazio on Twitter yet, we highly recommend it. He is like the set decorator for, for the rookie. And he's been coming through with like behind the scenes and set design tidbits, like for Tim's house and Tim's backyard. And then the um, like outdoor movie scene that they had in 401. He's given us like a lot of kind of like good information on that stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Highly recommend following him, but I think that we should just dive right into the episode. We have like no news for the first time in like forever. I know we really don't. It's so weird. It's so, so weird. But we also have a lot to talk about tonight. There was like a lot of like things in motion last night. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you want to start with the cold open? Yeah. I was going to say, like even the cold open had like quite a few, because there were quite a few characters. Um, cause we see Lucy, John and Tamara, they're at Lucy's apartment. They're going through like the paint chips and like swatches for Tamara's new room, which is Jackson's old room. Um, Tamara's already picked out ones that she likes, but like Lucy keeps going back and forth and cause she just wants everything to be like perfect. Um, and so like nothing has officially been like decided, like you see a bunch of different colors splashed across uh, Tamara's room. It's quite, uh, like kind of still messy and like in progress um but like side note though like my sister who's never seen the show like asked me she was like wait do they live together and she's like pointing at John and Lucy and I about lost it I was like no they don't like the office gif where um Michael Scott's like no god no yeah no that was me I was like no <laughs> they do not live together John was just there helping with the paint like that is all thank you goodbye that cracks me up because I remember when the promo photo came out, I texted June and was like, if Tamara was a little bit younger, she could totally pass as their daughter. I can't believe you just said that on here. Oh God. Yeah. No, that's true though. That is something. I mean, she that... could. Yeah. Like the way that they were in that scene. I mean, it was very like family-like, yeah. uh-huh. but also yeah. <laughs> change out, interchange Tim for John and then and then it's right. done. <laughs> yeah. No, but it just cracked me up because my sister was like, well, then why is he there? I'm like, because he is. Like, he just is. That's it. Like, I don't know what else to say. Uh, <laughs> um, but why as is they're there, I love it. I know. Yeah. Well, because she's just confused. She's like, if they don't live together, like, why is he there? And I'm like, just, he is. That's fine. We um, need to get your sister to watch season one. Oh, I feel like she would highly enjoy it. (laughs) No, (laughs) not her cup of tea. Um, But anyway, but it was kind of funny. Um, But like, as they're getting ready to leave um, for work, Lucy picked up uh, John's bag and was like, what is in here? And apparently Tim gave him books to read up on how to be a, you know, training officer. Um, John had asked Lucy if it'll be like weird not having Tim as her training officer anymore. And she was like, 
no, you know, because like I'm moving on in my career, he should, you know, be moving on too. Um, I did enjoy Nolan's like look that he kind of gave Lucy, like, uh huh, sure, like that's why. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, he's like, and it has nothing to do with the fact that he's a new, you know, like rookie sergeant. She's like, no, well, maybe. And then, you know, we have the lovely um, prank that happens to Tim at the very beginning. And it just, oh my god, it just cracks me up because, like, I had a feeling it was, like, Lucy's doing. Yeah. Um, but, like, I really, but it was it was too funny because we caught to Tim opening his locker. It's a bunch of little booties. Um, and there's, like, a sign that says, congrats, boot. Like, it's so cute. I just loved everyone's, like, reactions after we saw that because people were, like, oh my gosh, if they would ever have kids, if he saves those boots, they can call their kids boot and put them on. And I was like, oh my God, this is the fanfic that I never knew I needed. Oh my God. Yeah. Or I saw someone that said like, if they ever get like engaged and you put like, she'll like somehow get a ring and like put it in the locker or something. Oh my God. (laughs) That's so cute. Him and Adam Ruzek from Chicago PD could like exchange tips because adam did that yep yeah no that's what i thought of too okay but like they have to have dog booties for kojo right oh my gosh yeah they should like you know dogs will wear them like in the snow at least Mm -hmm. in the midwest and east coast even though they don't last long on them and i know that it doesn't snow in la but like he could still wear them like it's fine it'd be so cute yeah no they really should oh my gosh please if can someone get ojo dog booties like please yeah um so then kind of going we had a nice segue into that so in the outline um yeah so tim opens his locker door and finds the mini boots and he just has that like pissed off like annoyed signature tim bradford like yeah. look on his face i could see like the tiniest bit of a smirk like starting yeah. to form and i was like oh, okay like is he gonna like rein it in again that's fine i wonder if he like knew from that point like if he kind of had an inkling of who did it oh I'm sure because like it wouldn't have been Angela she's not there nope and Nyla wouldn't have done it so nope. I mean it had to have been Lucy <laughs> yeah um but yeah so like he sh- slams the door shut and he just like rolls his eyes and oh si- again signature Tim Bradford mood yep. um also Tim and Red hello we need more of it such Please. a good color on him oh my god it's such a good color like i'm not saying that i don't love the jacket and, like white or gray t-shirt like i love that but let's put the man in some red please yeah. like i need that <laughs> yeah, we all no, need that that's good. good um yeah so then like tim goes to gray's office and you know it's just like i heard that you wanted to see me and Nyla's already in there because she's talking to him before Tim comes in. And Gray apparently got a complaint about Tim's uniform. And I thought that this was a really cute moment where Nyla like presented him with the badge. And she was yeah. like, yeah, that's not going to work. We got it. I don't know. I just thought it was cute because I was like, we don't see a lot of Tim and Nyla. No, and we don't. Like we need more of it. Well, we did see... A, quite a bit of them last episode and then even in this episode just like them like bantering and like being sassy with each other but I hope that season four is the change is the start of that because mm-hmm. I liked it 
I mean, it was just, it was cute to see that little like moment. And then, you know, Nyla was like, she had a, the proud mom smile on her face, you know, and yeah. just loved it. But yeah, so then Tim tells Gray that he won't let him down and Gray just shoots it, shoots it straight to him and says, sure, sure you will. Like it's a hard transition and you'll fail just as much as you'll succeed. Um, but, you know, Greg reminds Tim that he's starting his watch on the craziest weekend of the year. And Tim just, like, has the utmost confidence. Like, he's like, it'll be fine. I've been, you know, I've been uh, superior before. Like, it's not, you know, it'll be fine. And we just love, I love to see confident Tim. Mm-hmm. Like, this man never, doesn't ever seem unconfident. Like, that's not really a word, but whatever um you know he's not very much for self-doubt right right but he also doesn't like boast himself as much as you would think he would for not like not having Mm self-doubt um but yeah so gray explains it as like tos are drill sergeants and supervisors are coaches so he's to take on more of a coaching role um but gray hands him a clipboard and tells him that you know he's doing roll call so they walk into the roll call like briefing room and lucy's sitting there like all doe-eyed lovey-dovey looking and she like starts to clap and then realizes that no one else is going to yeah i I love love how like yeah well because like melissa was on twitter and she like quote tweeted that and was like i'm so glad that made it into the um the like final cut so i was like oh yeah well like even just in the promo pictures like like you know who she's looking at and it was so (laughs) so cute to see um and then I loved how people were like zooming in on Nyla and they were like she approves she (laughs) approves of Chenford like yes she does she has to know something um but then everyone ends up clapping for Tim and he just like he wants over like he doesn't want all of the recognition all the hoopla he just He's a very get down to business guy. Um, and so he introduces the new rookie and, you know, it's just like, I'm giving you 20 seconds to introduce yourself before the rumor mill ramps up because everyone knows who this rookie is. Um, and he's got quite a rap with him, rap mm-hmm. about him. Yeah. Um, but again, Tim shoots it straight to everyone. You know, he says like, there's a Dodgers playoff game going on six concerts a fancy art exhibit opening and the getty gala opening um and you know as he's saying this like i don't know i noticed this on the first watch is like gray's face is a little shocked and then like as tim continues to speak he's like wait you need to stop like this is not no like you need to change your tone of things and lucy i noticed this on my second rewatch she's just like watching in awe of her man and yeah so then tim says that he's only seen the potential for this much chaos one other time in his life and that was an fob and an fob in iraq um valerie on twitter has shared that um like fob stands for forward operating base and like you don't necessarily say the letters it's pronounced like a fob like like a key fob yeah so yeah I don't know that was it was interesting to hear that um Mm -hmm. just because like without that little piece of knowledge like we probably would never have known what uh FOB or FOB is yeah so 
yeah but it was interesting to hear like tim relate it back to his like military yeah experience i mean i guess i wouldn't have expected anything differently but i was with gray a little bit like it was definitely just very very different from like how gray uh-huh would do roll call which is fine though I'm wondering, I mean, surely it'll change, right? Like, Tim will get more into his groove of things Mm -hmm. as he, like, continues on. But, yeah, it was just, it was interesting. And the, so, I know we always talk about, like, Eric's micro-expressions on this show. But, like, I noticed everyone's micro-expressions this episode. Like, Mm -hmm. John, or, uh, yeah, John's, Lucy's, I mean, all of theirs. Mm -hmm. Top-notch, like top yeah. tier yeah um definitely. but yeah so as tim dismisses everyone lucy has to hold back a smile and like she's just so proud she is so proud of him yep um but as gray asks him if he was trying to like get everyone to quit he just says like i'm keeping it real and tim is just so sassy with gray like even as a sergeant he really just gives no fucks about being sassy yeah like he'll be sassy to anyone mm-hmm. um so then we cut to see them riding together in the shop and yeah. tim is driving we need more of this please like i know that they're not that they're not supposed to be out in the field a lot but like please give it to me mm-hmm. i feel like that might change though with tim just because like he was so much of a to beforehand yeah that like we'll see him be out in the field more just because he'll have kind of like a hard time drawing the line between to and sergeant oh probably but you know like gray is instilling wisdom on tim and tells him like don't arrive at the crime scene first it makes the other cops not feel as um like superior and it makes them feel like more inferior in a way mm-hmm. and then they get a call um about nyla and uh aaron thorson her rookies case and they arrive at the scene and ask where Aaron is, who is sitting off to the side. And it's a, Nyla says that it seems like the scene triggered him with some uncomfortable memories and reiterates that like he shouldn't be a cop. And this, this scene and a few others were just like my favorite between the three because Gray like quipped back and says, it's a good thing he's got the best TO to help him through it. And Tim doesn't miss the mark to be sassy and mentions like he can say that because i'm not a to anymore (laughs) like their smiles and the banter the sass like between these three this entire episode is just so good Mm -hmm. so good but um yeah so then like later on in the episode we see them back in the roll call room going over their findings and you know gray like tim's tim's running point on all of this like you know gray's just kind of letting him go with it mm-hmm. and tim's very much like you know let's let's stay on this and he assigns people to different things yeah. um but yeah so it's it was it was cool to see tim in that like in that top not even top dog but just like in that position of being you know the guy who assigns everyone out to things and just you know being a leader yeah Mm -hmm. um but then like later on in the episode at the end gray talks to tim and tells him that like he can't put himself at the center of the action and you know gray just he tells him bluntly like 
you know, control freaks don't make good sergeants. You need to learn to praise more and to cut and to not run into everything like a TO. Like you are a sergeant, you have people underneath you that are trained for this and they know what they need to do. Um, but you know, like he stresses that it's important to praise more and to like let your um let your cops and TOs like know that, you know you appreciate them and like you know they're um they're important so tim's like i'll I'll try to um and you can tell that it's kind of like hard for tim to kind of like come to terms with that yeah and i don't know if that's part of like maybe his backstory like he just wasn't given praise a whole lot like you know not just as a kid but like in his adult life too um because i don't think like in the military they I mean, I'm sure that they, that they give you praise, but it's not like, oh yeah, like, you know, you did this one thing and, you know, um, but yeah, I'm sure that it's hard for Tim to like come to terms with that. Mm -hmm. So then, oh my gosh, this was like the scene that all of the Chenford, Chenfords were like losing their minds over. I mean, me included, obviously, but, um, Lucy like sneaks into the locker room trying to put more mini boots into Tim's locker and because obviously she accidentally ordered twice as many so he like comes up behind her and it's like what are you doing and she turns around and she's just like busted like here I was gonna put more mini boots in there because I ordered too many and um you know she's like well I better be going so she like turns like turns to walk out and he stops her um to give her praise and like you know to tell her that she did a good job and so Mm -hmm. his face when he is giving her like when he's you know giving her like this um you know like compliment he's just like you and Nolan like you know (laughs) you did good and okay on my first watch I was like okay well it's probably just because like you know he wishes that it was like her and him working together and then on my second watch I was like no it's probably because he's he doesn't like the idea of like you know giving out compliments and like giving out praise I mean think about how he was as a TO with Lucy like mm-hmm. yeah so then um he is like you know you guys did good today and she's just like what else do you appreciate about me okay come on tim like this is your time dude you have a whole list of it i'm sure you can just start spilling um but yeah it was just so cute like their flirty little banter yeah because at least he was like you know when not to push your luck yeah (laughs) like at least i mean like it was technically i mean it was sort of what she asked for but like not really so it was just but i mean like there could have been so much more too i mean listen I'm taking what I can get at this point but like I'm just saying he's the boy's got a whole list of things that he could like you know give her compliments on like let's be real yep. um but yeah so like Lucy's telling him good night and she you pointed it out that she says it twice and I didn't even yes, catch that for some reason yep very very quick but yeah and then she kind of like turns around and like scurries out of there <laughs> and it's the cutest thing ever yeah but so then cute. wait okay so like tim turns back to his locker to like open it and he still has the boots on his hand 
and his smile at the end like you guys that is a tim bradford loves lucy chen smile yeah well because he tries to like scoff it off and then just like it keeps reappearing it's like dude do you love her it's fine my heart like please they they just they just need to admit it i saw that someone had tweeted and i think melissa like both tweeted it and they were like so lucy can see when everyone else is in love but she cannot see when she like you know she's in love with tim i was like (laughs) that's that's so so true true, though it's so true because like i'll talk about it next because she was the one that you know pushed john to ask out bailey Mm -hmm. and was like being a good wing woman so yeah yeah no so good oh my gosh i just like chenford is the cutest most like I don't I don't even know how to explain it most oblivious ship ever I think that I've probably ever shipped because like they know that they love each other but like they also don't know because no one's admitted it yet and it's like oh my gosh come on yes everyone else can pick up on it um, yeah but them so but like I thought it was funny after the episode like I was on twitter obviously for like hours after and everyone just had so many thoughts about what could have happened in this scene in the locker room so many things and i i mean i won't lie when i first saw it i was like wait a minute locker room there's so many things that could happen and i didn't really think that like tim could come up behind her like that and then someone was like i half expected him to be like shortless and i was like that another missed opportunity i mean locker room like there's just so many things that could have happened but yeah mm-hmm. yeah so but it was good nonetheless like I'm cool if like there's like a little trend for a moment in like almost every episode that would be nice yeah. to see yeah them. I don't need like a whole like episode dedicated to them I mean I guess no. I shouldn't say that because it would be great to have right. but like I mean I don't need to have so much to where it's like that's all that we're gonna get for the rest of the season or like Mm -hmm. you know for Mm -hmm. like six episodes but um yeah I mean like a little bit here and there we'll we'll do the track like I think I joked last week when I was watching another show I was like I literally just watched a show for two minutes of crumbs from a (laughs) ship that I love like that's it (laughs) and I would continue to do that with the rookie except I mean I love the other show too but like I love the rookie like in its entirety because it's just so good yeah but yeah that's it for sergeant tim bradford or should i say sergeant zaddy yeah oh my god i I just can't believe that that's like his title now not the zaddy well yes but like (laughs) actual like sergeant and the way that grave is like um those stripes are velcro i was like you will (laughs) not take these stripes away from this man he has deserved them he's earned them yeah. but yeah when gray was like these stripes are velcro it's like no you will not be touching them like great i love you but do not touch them <laughs> yeah it's like two seasons uh two seasons coming like yeah yeah i mean lucy made an audiobook for him like come on right like she was there at to the help start, like and then she yeah she's there now like i'm just glad they like they saw it through and like the continuity yeah. is beautiful the continuity on this show is like stellar yeah better than some so yes definitely but yeah so um since we had sergeant tim bradford um obviously he was with gray for the majority of the episode 
Uh, so that means we had Lucy and John partnered up, which was fun. Not going to lie. Like, I'm surprised by how much I enjoyed it. I mean, I didn't hate it. Yeah. The sneak peek that was released, I mean, it was obviously out of context, but when we saw it in the episode, I was like, that makes sense. Okay. When yeah, he was, no, like, exactly. calling her boot, or no, no, when he was, like, Officer Chen, you're not in position, I was like, right. Mm, right. Okay. I mean, yeah. she was, she's been a P2 a little bit longer than you right. have, but okay. Keep going, dude. Keep going. Yeah. No, but, <laughs> but it was, was also out of context, so we didn't know what was going on before mm-hmm. that, but yeah but now we do because apparently you know john was asking lucy if it's okay if he's like if he can practice like being a training officer with her um and she was like sure yeah that's fine um john like called her boot and like immediately they both kind of realized they're like oh no that doesn't work uh so he backtracks and apologizes and just calls her officer chen instead which is how we get to that like sneak peek um of like how she's not in position kind of thing um and I don't know what kind of car Claire was driving but they stopped the yellow car anyway um, it was like a Corvette or something oh, Corvette okay yeah, yeah I, I mean I'm not a car expert but I think that's what it was but yeah fancy nice car um for speeding and the driver is Claire Ivy she's um suspected in like 40 plus different like thefts and heists and all this stuff um John told Claire to step out of the car though she wouldn't flee while he ran her ID. Um, and she got out. She was talking with Lucy while John called it in to, like, Gray and Tim. Um, and they told uh, told him to let her go. And, like, my sister was still out here at this time, and she was like, well, now why'd they do that? And I'm like, maybe because they didn't think the charge would, like, stick or maybe just, like, not to tip her off. Like, I really don't know. I couldn't give her a clear answer as to why they, like, let Claire go. Um, but, like, obviously, she, it's not the last time we see of her um, yeah. in the episode. Um, then, obviously, you know, Lucy's, I think I have a girl crush. I mean, like, that, the, like, Claire was, the, or Claire, sorry, like, Trisha um, in the episode playing Claire was, like, that dress was, like, so pretty. That, like, all her clothes were, like, so fun. Yes. Episode. It was so great. Yes. I mean, even her hairstyles were, like, chef's yeah. kiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but it was, it was good. Um and that so, line though that she said to lucy about john nolan though oh right that yeah that john looked good <laughs> out of uniform oh um, my god imagine if we would have got that as a sneak peek or something like totally out of context <laughs> that would have been too funny oh my god i think the fandom might have combusted then like too funny yeah yeah no but it was just like yeah just like little like little things um because like Claire was kind of telling Lucy like what she thought was going to happen anyway that they're going to let her go um and like her prediction came true so I feel like Lucy's kind of just like like uh like She's admiration yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah um and so obviously when they're all back at the station um it's like I know Jennifer you had mentioned like when um Tim and Gray mm-hmm. were going over like running down her um info and everything um they're just trying to figure out like what event she could possibly be like hitting up um lucy mentions that she's not after like a payday though like she's done all that before she wants something like new and like different and like she um relays a similar observation to claire in like the later scene um when they're outside the uh, hotel i think 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and like it was when um, they're trying to get a handle on like what um, the heist is or like when it's going down at least. And Claire gives them a hint, quote unquote, um, that it, you know, something might be happening tomorrow. But then she kind of pulls back and she's like, or maybe I'm just messing with you. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Um, and like, again, earlier before they had gotten out and like spotted her, Lucy was on her phone looking up the dress that like Claire had on in the elevator clip um and like and John was like she's evil but Lucy's like well she like didn't disagree but she's like with my morale and her like criminal you know like background we could still like change the world like Lucy Chan everyone she just sees the good in people always I was thinking about it last night it was like as I was live tweeting I was like okay John Nolan sees the good in everyone too or well he did more so when he was a rookie and I don't know I still kind of got that vibe when he was with like you know get helping Claire out of the car and all that Mm -hmm. um but like him and Lucy are like the moral compass of the show kind of Mm -hmm. and like I don't know it's interesting to see them partner together because like seeing them with their TOs like two seasons ago even a season ago like what you know the to was always the cynical one obviously because they had yeah. more like you know years on the job but then also like these rookies are just the moral like compass they're kind of happy-go-lucky like it's just interesting to see the dynamics like mm-hmm. between that between yeah. the different like positions yeah well and then it's like you put like john and lucy together it's just like there's just like so much like good yes in one place um and so it's definitely interesting to see like their personalities um like really mesh well together Mm -hmm. um yeah so um they still don't completely know what exactly is going down um that is until um aaron's actually the one that figures it out um the heist in question is like occurring when the uh diamonds are being moved for the event like where the armored car is because that is like the biggest window of opportunity to like get the most like the most product the most cash like yeah anything like anything is like possible within that kind of window of time um and there's like a voiceover kind of going on during this scene um but basically like Claire and her crew are like hidden all around the site they're like in varying disguises um which I thought was kind of it was interesting to see them all like masked up yeah like, given the times that we're in and it just like kind of especially fun. because the rookies like they never touched on COVID mm-hmm. when they came back in season three like they never touched on COVID they touched on Black Lives Matters mm-hmm. but it was never COVID yeah. um so yeah it was interesting to see them all kind of mask up mm-hmm yeah um but they're not the only ones in disguise they got varying uh lapd members um hidden as well lucy's in the truck with the long gun um tim's in the polo and the cap um then john's actually the one that's like drive quote unquote driving the armored truck um Mm -hmm. he's the one that captures claire he ends up shooting her somehow like is very very quick like yeah he was like bleeding like um like in the chest yeah like it was just it was such a quick scene like because I barely caught Tim 
coming out and tasing the other person. Well, and I didn't catch him in the cat before. Yeah. Like someone else said. Um, yeah, so it was very, very quick. Very, very fast scene. Um, but Claire kind of, she like kind of scrambles away a little bit, is like hiding behind um, a different vehicle. Um, John's kind of talking her down, you know, like as he usually does with people. Um, convinces her to surrender. Um, ends up cuffing her. Um, taking her in assuming she comes back in another episode like i don't think this is the last we see of her i don't think no and i believe that she's been in other episode descriptions yeah so and we didn't know who before who was aaron thorson before this episode obviously so right it makes sense that like he'll be in other episode descriptions um but yeah i don't know i just found it interesting how like she was fine like she wasn't on the ground and like right. needing like pressure put to her chest like right. it's not like she was shot in the arm like it was her yeah. chest mm-hmm. yeah it was yeah. just like kind of, it was interesting for me yeah like nothing really like but then again the scene went by so her. fast so yeah. mm-hmm. that too yeah the scene is very quick nothing really phased claire i don't think probably because she really thought that she was gonna get away with it and like yeah. completely like nothing was gonna happen and you know maybe something else does but for right now she's in you know custody um they've you know spoiled her plan so mm-hmm. that's kind of the end for right now for that. also i just have to say lucy with the long gun is hot yep and Tim Bradford and a polo with a ball cap. We need to see more of it, please. <laughs> like, I know that I said we need that with the red shirt, but like, we need this man in a polo and a ball cap too. Yeah. Heck, put him in a, a red shirt with a ball cap, and I'm a happy camper. Like, yeah. that's it. Uh-huh. Or like, if he ever went undercover, he could go to like a country club and be all like fancy, and then he could put him in a polo. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, she could be like one of the golf caddies or something. That'd be fun. I just, I mean, we need to see more of Tim Bradford and like plain clothes because Pladford and, you know, like, you know, just red shirt Bradford. And (laughs) we could just go on and on and on. But yeah, we could. We could. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, that was just an interesting storyline. And it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how they bring Claire back. Like, because I want to say that she is from everyone's tweets last night it seems like she was going to be the season four like villain mm-hmm. at least for the first half of the season yeah. so I mean Which I wouldn't mind because it's no, like I wouldn't she's either. not like an assassin you know what I mean like she's not no. like this like you know life she's and death, like deadly yeah mm-hmm. but yeah I don't I don't know and it's also interesting that like the rookie has female villains yeah they do have quite a few like in season two and on i mean Rosalind, lafiera mm-hmm. and claire if she's yeah. a villain and then kind of i mean i know isabel wasn't like classified as a villain she's yeah. definitely like a bit of an antagonist though for season one and then in season one like they have like oscar and armstrong mm-hmm. um but yeah I, I don't know it's just it's interesting to see like that they have these females as like quote unquote the bad characters except like we all grow to love them 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I know that the rookie rewatch girls or ladies have done the uh, cold open cups. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be so interesting to see them, unless they've already done it, they might have, and I might have just missed it, to see them do like a villain cold open cup. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that would be cool. I don't know if there would be enough villains for that, but like, yeah, not even like villains, just the antagonists too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it would be it would be cool to see that, like you know who who's kind of the most liked. That sounds so weird to say, but like, <laughs> I mean, liked. we've said it before. Yeah. Like, we know that we're not supposed to like these villains, but we end up liking them. Yep, it is true. We don't necessarily root for them, but we do end up liking them. So, yeah. Yeah, that that would be interesting to see, like, who would be the villain that comes out on top? Mm -hmm. Or just not even call it villains, just the antagonist. Mm -hmm. Because I think if you, like, categorize it as villains, then it is, like, narrowing out a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But... Yeah, so next we had Nyla and Aaron Thorson. This was an interesting storyline. Like, I don't know. It was nice to not see Nyla kind of, like, change her ways of being a T.O. Like, you know how when Tim got his new T.O., Katie, Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, like, we saw Lucy kind of get jealous and stuff. Like, he was very different with her it was good to not see Nyla kind of change the ropes on that right but it was also interesting to not see like Nolan talk to Aaron and be like yeah so here's some tips on dealing with her nothing Uh like that which I thought was interesting maybe we'll get more of that in the next episode but yeah I don't know it was just kind of I don't it was different but it was nice to also kind of see Nyla not like give it to him easy you know mm-hmm. she was like I'm not just gonna let you take the hard you know the easy way out on this um but you know at the beginning of the episode we see Nyla just like casually hanging out in Gray's office she's like sitting on the desk like you know just almost like they were kind of like shooting the shit beforehand and then she's like so I heard there's a rumor that I'm getting the new rookie mm-hmm. and Gray's like yeah we need to talk about that <laughs> and she's like I don't like the sound of that and yeah, then Tim walks in good. and it's like "Ooh, great this saves by Tim right there like okay yeah. and you know like Tim walks out and Nyla like starts to kind of walk out and she's like wait what did you want to tell me about my rookie and so you know we find out that it's Aaron Thorson who is a tabloid murderer he was exonerated though and he actually like had to sue the LAPD and like excelled in the academy and I thought it was interesting Nyla's line of so the LAPD is just letting anyone in now it's kind of similar to Angela's line later in the episode and I was just like this is a cool parallel for people that aren't even like in the same area during this episode um but you know like Nyla says that if if Aaron can't prove that he can be there as a cop then she'll drop him um and you know like so then they're all going into roll call and Lucy's like you know no one like do you know who that is that's that's Aaron Thorson he's TikTok famous he's a rich kid 
and he was arrested for murdering his roommate while studying abroad in Paris. Right. Um, and so then Nolan and Lucy are kind of like fangirling about it. And there were apparently a few trials and then the case was a mess just because the dynamics between the two investigators like had really messed things up. Um, and we also find out that Lucy taught herself French to learn about the case and no one's like, of course she would. Mm-hmm. And Lucy's like so proud of that. It's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> so adorable. Um, but then, you know, as the episode goes on, like we find out that Nyla already has a nickname for Aaron and it's five minutes. Mm-hmm. Similar to how Nyla called John 5% on like the first day. Yeah. She really just gives no fucks. Nope. Like she no. really does her. And I think that's why I love her so much. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was nice. Like I said, it was nice to see her like not change her ways um, just because this is a different rookie. Um, but, you know, it was, it was also interesting to see like Aaron kind of swallow it. And then at one point it just came to a head and he was like, I'm not going to take this anymore. Mm-hmm. um but you know like in the beginning Aaron goes to like sit back down in the roll call room and Nyla corrects him and she's like nope rookie sit up front like it reminds me of when Jackson and Lucy rest in peace Jackson West we miss you and love you um when you know like they became P2s and they were like cool we can sit in the back now and Nyla's like keep on moving <laughs> you're not gonna sit here like yeah. she don't mess around with her seat because she will she's kind of a lone wolf still in a way yeah yeah that anyway and i like i like seeing it because she can handle herself but i'm also like give me more like angela nyla and tim scenes please yeah obviously when nyla comes back or when angela comes back from maternity leave Mm -hmm. but yeah so then like as Aaron is giving his introduction like 20 second speech that Tim you know allows um Aaron promises that he'll always have everyone's back and strives to like tip the scale tip the scales towards justice because he knows what it's like when they're not when they're tipped the other way and you know that's not a good feeling so it was it was cool to see him kind of like address the room like that and then of course we saw Nyla's like micro expressions and just the way that she looked at him like and even when he solved the case like solved to the heist case right. she was like she looked at him like this kid really just did that mm-hmm. like what so yeah i don't the micro expressions are definitely where this show like performs best i mean they they perform well at like everything else but the micro expressions like they don't they don't falter on that um mm-hmm. But then, yeah, so we see Nyla and Aaron's, like, first and really only call, um, which was interesting because they usually have, like, quite a few calls that they go on. Um, yeah. But I think this episode, like, the heist was just the main storyline. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, they just wanted to focus on that. Um, but they see, you know, like, Nyla asks him what he's going to do if this welfare check recognizes him you know he just says nothing like what i always do um and while she's sassy with him like he gives it right back to her and she reiterates that it's her job to assess his ability to become a police officer 
And if every call is about him, it's going to make it a lot harder to succeed. Why do I feel like she said a similar thing with John, though? I feel like she might have, like, well, see, now that I say that, though, I wonder if that was, like, Talia. Because, like, Mm. I know, like, when John was very, like, focused inward on, like, what his, like, career goal was going to be when he wanted to make detective. I know that was, like, a whole thing. And she was, like, you need to focus on, like, the here and now. But I don't know. Maybe Nyla did say something. I feel like maybe it was Talia and Nyla, too. Probably. Because John was very much like that, like, throughout his entire rookie period. Like, Mm -hmm. not even so much that, like, I'm going to make this about me. But he would relate to the victims. Yeah. And it would piss off Talia and Nyla. Yeah, like, he just needed like just more distance them. than he yeah. Had. So I don't know. When I heard that last night, it was like it kind sounds familiar. Like mm-hmm. Nyla had said that, but then yeah, now that you say that about Talia, like it could have been both of them. Yeah. Um, but as they're standing there, like at the door, kind of announcing their presence, like Nyla sees blood on the ground, and so they enter the home, and there's gas in the air turns out that the gas line was like you know turned on or something Mm -hmm. to make sure that the who we find out is a doa um Mm -hmm. like stays dead because i it was probably like they left the scene and they weren't totally sure if she was gone and then you know they turned on the gas just to like double check Mm -hmm. um but you know like poor Aaron has the typical like rookie response like he gets sick and freaks out and it's more than just like what Lucy did and like Jackson did on their first days like it's like because you know that he has that backstory of you know like his friend and all that like you know that it hits him a little bit different Mm -hmm. um and just kind of like the music that played over it and the sounds like the sound effects were you could definitely tell that it was shaking him a little bit more Mm -hmm. um but you know like they run out and nyla calls for like backup and nyla just says a murder on your first call is a bad sign she like literally says from the get-go like she she says it but she also doesn't say it that she has no confidence in this guy Mm -hmm. like no confidence whatsoever so then um harper like later on in the episode they're gonna do a stakeout to like kind of um you know follow claire and like see what she's up to and harper wants in on the stakeout but she wants aaron to stay back at the district because you know she doesn't want him to like risk her life anymore then yeah. you know and it'll just be better if he's just at the district and he just like fights back and he's like how can i prove myself if i'm not there and she just says, you know, I want you to stay here so that I can stay safe. Um, and again, she's, she's showing her doubt for him, which I can understand. I mean, like, you know, you're putting your life in someone else's hands who you don't know. And this is their first day on the job. But it's also like, yeah, he does need to prove himself. And like, he so badly wants to, but Nyla doesn't want to deal with it. So it's just sad to see but he stands up for himself which is good Mm -hmm. um so then like after the stakeout nyla and aaron meet back up and he asks how how it went and nyla just you know like she's like it was fine 
how was the desk? And, you know, Aaron's like, that was fine too. And she's like, no, it wasn't. TMZ showed up and how many people asked if you were a murderer? And he is just like nine. Like, I'm not, I don't want to say any more about this because I know that it's true. Um, and so, you know, like Nyla again, just tells it to him straight and says, you're going to go home and feel the panic every day at the job. Um, and you'll come in early and quit. And, you know, if you don't quit, then I'll fire you. Um, but you know, like as he goes to fight back, she rebuttals and says, she's doing him a favor. There's honor and resigning and realizing that he's not up for the job. But like, she also poses the question of if he gets fired, like what comes next? You know, because he spent all this time in the academy, like, you know, what are you going to do if you can't become a cop? Right. So then she asks him, she's like, haven't you been through enough ridicule for one lifetime? Because she had said, she had said, like, if you get fired, there's shame, there's ridicule, there's embarrassment, like all that. But, you know, like, it's an honor in resigning and realizing that you're not up for it. But I don't know. I noticed this on my second rewatch of like when she questions, haven't you been through enough ridicule for one lifetime? It's almost like she's shaming him in a way. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, like I mean, it's definitely harsher than I'd ever really heard Nyla like be with John too. Yeah. Unless it was just the way that she was like carrying herself and then like turned away or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like the way that the scene was executed maybe. I don't know. I Which I can get why she's kind of doing that like she wants him to realize how important this job is like not only are you putting your life out there but you're also putting your partner's life out there but I don't know like he can he can prove that he's gonna be a good cop like he can Mm -hmm. but I just found it interesting because it was like okay like all right um but then I liked one line that he had brought up he was like you know if there's anyone that should understand this it's you because of like you know the people that go through these things with the cops like they're like us Mm -hmm. um and that I just found like really like moving and it seems like she kind of accepted it like she accepted what he was saying and was like okay yes I can think of that but also like you're five minutes on the job like you know I don't know it was just it was interesting to see her kind of handle this like this new rookie and I don't know maybe it's because like he's younger than John was Mm -hmm. and he's a black male whereas like John was a white male and I'm saying was as if like he's not here he is (laughs) he's still very much here um it's been a long day (laughs) but um but yeah like she just maybe she holds them to different standards I don't know yeah well I feel like Nyla like I was kind of surprised that she was the one to get the new rookie I don't know really who else would have gotten it because since the sergeant Andal is not there so I guess it would yeah. be her I'm not really sure why I didn't think it was going to be her but just like she keeps a lot of people at arm's length like she literally it took her a whole entire season and a half to really like for she and John to like even become yeah. some semblance of friends so or friendly I don't even know if you consider them to be friends yeah um but just I like, think that hug and 401 might have been the most that we get that's true yeah that's so true um 
so like I just don't know if it's like her personality like coming through or if it is like kind of a situational thing like I don't know yeah I don't know it'll be interesting to see more of it especially because like when Angela comes back Mm -hmm. you know like she was we'll talk more about it later but like she gets into it and Mm -hmm. just to see like how everyone else kind of interacts with them Mm -hmm. especially because like coming off of all the Jackson stuff Mm -hmm. like yeah it'll just be it'll be really interesting to see like how Lucy interacts with him and how John does so Mm -hmm. yeah um but then like you know in the middle of the episode Nyla walks into Gray's office or no I'm sorry at the end of the episode Nyla walks into Gray's office and tells them like that she doesn't want Gray to stop Aaron from quitting because she knows that that's what he's going to come in and do and apparently Gray wanted Aaron assigned to the Wilshire district because as a wise captain once told him there's value in having rookies with a unique perspective yeah isn't that an anderson reference it is because anderson was the one that wanted nolan assigned yeah. to uh the district originally because no one else wanted him and so yeah yeah it's an anderson reference they just love to i caught that the extra watch and i was like wait there were quite a few references tonight mm-hmm. to two members that we have lost yeah sad like pour one out for them mm-hmm. um but yeah so then Nyla threatens to cut Aaron again like because she walks out and she's like I thought you were I thought you were coming in here to quit like why are you dressed and he's just like done with her bs at this point which like Mm -hmm. bravo to him because honestly I probably would be too like I love Nyla Harper but I would be like you know what I'm not gonna take this anymore Mm -hmm. um but you know he just states that he's there because he has to make sure that what happened to him that was so awful like doesn't happen to anyone else and if she blocks his path to become a cop at the lapd wilshire district that you know he'll try every other district in the state like modesto Mm -hmm. san diego like Mm -hmm. anywhere um and he'll do whatever it takes to be a cop like i don't know i just thought it was so brave of him to stand up to her because he's a rookie and she's his to like she does have the, the chance to like bounce him from the program um but you know it was it was just nice to see him like stand up to her and she kind of like was taken back by it like you know and this was all after the heist case like after he's kind of solved that case and everything like helps them get there um but yeah so then Nyla and Aaron go back to the house like that they went to and or no when when he stands up to her it's not after the heist case was solved like I said, it's been a long day. Um, but Nyla and Aaron go back to the house and you know find that someone's there in search of a laptop that was never logged because Aaron was doing he was like looking back at the evidence logs as he was working the desk that night before. Um and yeah, you know, it's just it's so it's cool to see like the dynamics between the rookie and TO. And I'm glad that they brought in another rookie because I mean they needed to like just to have that balance um but Aaron like you know at the end of the episode asks for a different name than five minutes and he explains that it's because that's about how long Patrick was alive after his throat was cut 
and Nyla's like, I'm sorry, I didn't realize. And, you know, Patrick's like, it's fine, I guess. Um, but, you know, Nyla says that he does get a little bit more leash after his solve today with the heist case. Um, and, you know, she just says that she walks away, like, and coming up with nicknames is fun. Mm-hmm. Can she give us a nickname? Like, <laughs> please. I would love that. Yeah. But yeah, it I, I'm I'm in I'm interested to see more of Aaron Thorson and see mm-hmm. how he kind of fits in with the unit. Yeah. Same here. And speaking of fun things that were like definitely interesting to see, John and Bailey were just like more enjoyable than I thought. Like I was pleasantly surprised by them, honestly. Same. And I know that like I had my doubts about her and like, you know, hesitations, but I don't know. After this episode, I was kind of like, oh, she's growing on me. She's mm-hmm. growing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause we first see Bailey. Um, she's like on the scene um, of the gas leak uh, at the stylist home um, that uh, Nyla and Aaron were at. Um, John sees her while he and Lucy are outside. Um, he, stops her and they talk for a minute about like how things are like how they hadn't seen each other since the wedding um and then there was the funeral mention that killed me um that hurt my heart and um but like how they should obviously catch up again um and like lucy's i didn't catch it on the um the first time around um but like her um like she looks like from Bailey to John and like kind of back like in the background you know um and it just like I don't know it was definitely interesting because she can like kind of pick up on the fact that it's clear that Bailey's still into John and like Mm -hmm. she wants um like she knows that they could be good together um if John would just like ask her out um so lucy's kind of trying to convince john to do that so he does um although it's like quite awkward and like the whole entire exchange like between them at first is very very awkward um i feel like any exchange that john nolan has with like a female is just awkward (laughs) and that's not like to be mean i literally just i see it with like suspects and like potential love interest the only people that i don't see it with is the people that he works with and it could be just because he's around them more i don't know but i just it's interesting yeah (laughs) yeah yeah no it is um but like lucy being his like wing woman is like too fun like i don't know because we see it later on like i had said um like earlier in the car when they're waiting on uh Claire and stuff like they did like I don't know maybe that's why I enjoyed uh John and Lucy like being partnered up because they like woke like they weaved in their own personal lives like yeah separate from each other you know because like John and Lucy are not a thing anymore so it's like they each have their own separate um lives outside of work so and we're gonna see them as partners for like quite a few episodes i would think probably for the rest of the season i think so i mean unless i don't know if like, like tim gets a partner as sergeant 
because I know maybe but like did Gray have a partner sergeant that's true I like everyone think, says that and I'm just like but well, I don't know I think it's because like in Eric's cameos I think maybe he was like yeah. the fact that like he might need some help is like you know well and then like Angel will come back that's true I'm assuming to be a TO or just like a P3 maybe so because I don't know maybe she'll be a detective again but um but yeah I mean we haven't seen her in any like uniforms or anything yet we just mm-hmm. had that JC Penney's back to school catalog <laughs> promo Please, photo so like, and they released the other ones like the yes new to us but old in the fact that they were supposed to be from this episode of like all of them because people were saying that they thought it was for 403 too and i don't know there's so much that's released i I knew um because we had posted them originally there from 402 um the ones that were released regularly like not the ones from today and if we um, missed if we missed that whole scene of them like I don't know it looks I'll like they're sad. in like a courtyard or a park or something like yeah because well, be it had so like upset. it had Tim with the like baby bag um Wesley like was carrying their you know baby Jackson yeah um, they were all like dressed up nice and like chit chat like even gray was there and like yeah Nolan and everyone <laughs> so good it was um i don't know maybe we'll get it next week that would be fun maybe they like changed it up or something i don't know um yeah but anyway um yeah so back to um john and bailey um their date quote unquote he was going to take her to this like hip vegan restaurant that like ben had suggested um and bailey was just like nope not doing that because she's already dated hip guys in the past um so john suggests a stakeout instead and she was like oh hell yeah like that you know like that sounds like a better idea um so that's where they go to kind of try to spy on uh claire ivy and see what she's up to um claire like notices them like comes over and talks to them um i enjoy that like john was like stopping bailey from like introducing herself fully so that like Mm -hmm. claire wouldn't you know get to know like john's with this other person um i was like okay cool but also claire was like should i call you john now wait what no no i know like the oh yeah i the subtle like it wasn't even like flirty it was just like the awkward like banter thing i don't know yeah um, there's no way that those promo photos are like they were supposed to be for 402 sorry i'm still talking about the jc penny's ones like there, there's the no JC way Penny, they're not legitimately in jc no, no, and, and i don't even know why i'm saying like jc penny's because like no <laughs> i don't know but like that's just what they remind me of and people have said that and i'm like no they yeah. totally are that are like a college like catalog picture you know like all the students talking together yeah. um but there's no way that that's for 402 because like angela and wesley would not put their baby in danger to like catch claire ivy oh no i know that's what i mean like i don't know if that was just like a whole scene that they filmed that like, was like totally yeah because there's a lot yeah. of pictures for 402 that they're all in those outfits there's no way like i'm gonna be so pissed if we never get that 
Yeah. But like, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like it would fit into the episode. So maybe next week. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? We'll be. I'll be pleasantly surprised if it is for next week. I don't know. I feel like we've had a few things to where like episode descriptions have been wrong and stuff. Not just for the rookie, but like for other shows too. So I'm kind of like, do I believe all of that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry. Back to regular programming. um so things like seem to be going well for um john and bailey you know because they end up back at his place um she sleeps over aka you know they hook up um and like things are good like she you know like obviously i mean yeah she does like the mad dash out the door but like she's not like you know she's like happy about you know how things are he's obviously like fine with how things went too um which is why it's like i was surprised when he gets the text later that she is like things are great but it's over like she that's the breakup text text. yeah um can we just stop breaking up with people through text message like yeah i mean it's not like we're 11 and we can't communicate (laughs) like we can't we're grown adults here yeah um so yeah that kind of he was like very confused by it um and like he's in the um, shop with Lucy when this happens, so she's like, "Oh, I feel like she feels his pain." Um, like, "Hello, indirect Emmett reference," because uh, Lucy yeah. knows, unfortunately, how that feels to be broken up with over text. Um, and but John, you know, is ever so optimistic. Like he's not one to give up uh, easily. So for the end, at least for them, um, he pulls up to like see bailey um is with like some of her um like fire department friends um she like he gets out um she comes over they kind of talk well like she talks more she kind of like has this like rambling like monologue of Mm -hmm. like how she knows how this will play out like she'll pull away she's not gonna open up he'll get tired of it and then she um had said like you know if you know push comes to seven it's like take it or leave it he's gonna leave it and like leave her um he insists that like he's in it for the long haul if like she feels the same as he does and she does um and they you know have their nice little moment they kiss um presumably do they go back home together i don't know exactly um i would think so but yeah um but like so they're you know back together not that they i mean they broke up for two seconds um so they're back together everything's seems good for now for them um like i said earlier i'm surprised by how much i like them together so i sincerely hope she'll be back for like more episodes because they're yeah pretty nice together john and bailey yeah yeah i don't yeah i mean I think I was saying before, like before we started recording, if I had to like choose, I would say Grace, Dr. Grace and John, and then Bailey and John are like my top two ships of his. Mm-hmm. But like the dude has had like a relationship for every season of the show. And some of them are like two in one season. Yeah, like, I was gonna say okay. there are some two in one season. But I get it. He's the main character and like, you know, love interest. It's TV that's why but 
yeah I don't know it's just interesting when you think about it Mm -hmm. um so then we have Lopez because they're parents and we get to see them kind of like you know like navigate the the first few weeks of parenthood so Wesley comes out of the nursery after putting baby Jack down because they're nicknaming Jackson to Jack um and Angela is watching a 2020 special on Aaron Thorson because even when she is on maternity leave she cannot leave the cop world behind her I relate to that so much though like I am never not watching like Dateline 2020 true crime anything if I'm not watching fictional crime shows I'm watching true crime (laughs) so I'm low-key worried about you for that like it's so good I just I don't know why I like all this stuff it's just so good so so um, good but their like flirty banter about his jacket is the best thing ever she's like you're never taking that jacket off and it's like so dirty and stuff because you know that it has like baby spit up and stuff on it (laughs) like you know that it does yeah they're such they're such parents now guys look for it's official it was was, like the cutest freaking thing ever so then he reminds her that they should try and get some sleep while they can but angela just wants to finish the 2020 special and he's like why like why do you want to watch this and she's like because this guy's aaron's is harper's new rookie like I leave for a month and they start letting in French killers like and then Wesley's like he's American and he was found not guilty like he like fact checks her yeah I mean again like their banter and their little like innocent fight just reminds me so much of their first episode together Uh like so good yeah yeah yeah, definitely it's just like it's gold and then Sean's eyes in that scene like (laughs) chef's kiss please oh my god the blue eyes like i'm just gonna continue off the outline like yeah um but wesley's like you know if i had been his defense lawyer it wouldn't have gone to trial like like subtle little brag there that like he's the best (laughs) what he does and yes wesley we we believe you yes um but then baby jack starts crying once again and with one look wesley's like i got this you know you get some sleep and just as he leaves Angela's phone buzzes and it's John and Lucy calling to ask about Claire and Lucy's like how's the baby and John's like you know hope you know hope we don't bother you and Angela's like what what do you want <laughs> like but they're like you know we need to low down on Claire and she's Angela's like why is she the new captain like she's just like I don't even want to deal with half of this stuff like right, right. but yeah like her sass it just never fails never fails to make me laugh um but then like the episode continues on and we see them like pacing around the living room and it's to me it was like almost if they're in court kind of like lawyers like going against each other they're like you know battling it out yeah i don't know i watch too many law shows let's be real um and they're like unpacking the case bringing up all the evidence like taking different sides and you know they're like well you know maybe he didn't kill him like maybe it was the friend or girlfriend and um yeah so then baby jack ends up crying again and the couple it's just like we're so stupid we could have been we could have done so much sleep shower like anything and they're like what's wrong with us like (laughs) 
that was my favorite part just because like they're they're just both like staring right at the camera they're just so dejected yes it's like what did we just do i just love how like even on maternity and paternity leave like these two still like find time to do their jobs even though like no one asks them to like they're still like let's just like try and solve the case here (laughs) all while our baby is in the next room like yeah it's fine um but then like at the end of the episode they're waiting on updates like on how the day went and they're not wanting to wake baby jack so like angela's phone goes off and you know jack's like sleeping and all that and then as soon as she's like yes he like starts crying and it's just it's them like trying to find the balance of parenthood and work and it's just it's the best thing ever like i just i loved it I love like any little Wopez scene that we can get but especially when they're like when they have their flirty banter and then like just innocent little fights it's just the best they, thing ever. When they were curled up on the couch though and they're just like all tangled up that was the cutest thing ever. I oh my god that. and then people like caught that like he was hugging her foot and <laughs> it was just the best thing ever please. So I love funny. this fandom like this fandom like- just catches on. Yeah, I could only imagine if they had to do like a couple takes of that though. Just like trying not to get like comfortable on that couch. Yeah. Oh my god, that just cracked me up. I just like, I don't know. I just, I enjoyed it so much just because like since both Sean and Alyssa are like parents, mm-hmm. you know, um, I'm sure it was like kind of fun to like play that. Wait, did you say John and Alyssa? John and Alyssa. Oh, 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 oh. I thought you said John and Alyssa, and I was like, wait, you're mixing up the names here. <laughs> no, sorry, Sean and Alyssa. If I did say John, I'm sorry, I did not mean to. No, um, Sean and Alyssa. Um, and I don't know, and just like their outfits in the scenes yes. too. Like they're still at home, but they're still like five star fashion yes. icons. So great. Oh. I just like I can't wait to see more of it. And like we know that Sean's like you know a regular on the show and stuff like i just i can't wait to see more like lopez mm-hmm. but yeah that was it for the lopez stuff we didn't get much but like it was just enough it was like the chen for crumbs like i'm cool with it just being like a little bit here and there yeah definitely and of course we have to mention the jackson mention um uh-huh. It was, it was a nice scene though it really was it was, they had, it was. It had some good um like lines and just like dylan and melissa like work really well together it was nice to have a scene like just the two of them um but yeah so like in the midst of fixing up her room uh tomorrow and lucy are talking about jackson tomorrow's feeling like anytime she changes something she's like erasing jackson um lucy knows that jackson would be happy that like tomorrow's living with her and like would totally make fun of them for like all that's gone on like they're trying to decide on paint colors nothing's like decorated everything's like a mess like um just everything is kind of in disarray and like um but towards the end of the episode uh tomorrow's been hard at work like redecorating her room decides to show lucy and like surprise her um at first when lucy was like when Tamara was like do you like it and she's like no and I was like oh heck no Lucy be nice it looks so cool um but she was like she doesn't just like it she loves it um and it was just like a nice moment and like cue my tears because still rest in peace Jackson West we miss you it just yeah it was a sad like 
not sad moment, although they both did have like tears in their eyes, which was not interesting, but just like it was an emotional scene. And I feel like Mm -hmm. both of them needed to have like this heart to heart, uh, like talk to kind of yeah clear the air in a way so they could both kind of move forward because like I remember in the it was one of the times like John and Lucy were in the shop I think and like John had pointed out like that Lucy still needs to like acknowledge it so she can move on um and so I feel like that's kind of what she was doing by having this conversation with Tamara uh about Jackson and it was just a nice moment like Jackson is gone but not forgotten from uh the rookie storylines so yeah I do wish that like we had seen either the scene or even just like a brief clip of like Lucy asking tomorrow like do you want to move in and like kind of just how we got to that point you know Mm -hmm. that would have been something special to see but it probably would have like hurt like really badly so yeah um but yeah I mean that's kind of it for the storylines we did have like some fan moments that you know like people wanted us to discuss and Paige on Twitter had said that there was a non-binary character for like a minute in the show and that was a big deal for their character um and that the character was actually um one of Claire's like right hand people so it was cool to kind of see like the rookie work that in um and you know we love to see that she also liked seeing nolan and bailey um and like we got to figure out a ship name for them whether it's like Phelan or Noli or i don't know like Phelan. yeah because you can't really do like bailey and john like no you really can't no um but then yeah the chunford the Chenford scene in the locker room and at roll call like that was chef's kiss for Paige and then the Tamara and Lucy scenes like that was just so special to see mm-hmm. um and Paige said that Aaron Thorson is one of her favorite characters now and seeing Wilpez's parents was a highlight too so oh and she loves Claire Ivy which we love her so we can't wait to see more definitely definitely um and then Ricardo had said um, Tim's first shift as a sergeant. Um, Yeah, that was definitely, I was glad they did it from like start to finish, like a full day for him. Um, And it wasn't just like a splice together kind of like, you know, compilation of like him as sergeant over a week or something. Um, Yeah, and then like um, what um, was expected from like the new rookies, Although um, it's like the first day things that like all the TOs have seen. Mm-hmm. Um, although we can assume that like Nyla's never seen it, right? Because like she came in at John's TO when he was already month, like a few months into his rookie time. So like, yeah, I mean, she did, she, she did things differently from the get go. So yeah. And she I mean. wasn't a, she wasn't a TO like ever before. I don't right. think like before she was a detective so yeah. I don't know I mean I wonder like if if you know like Aaron's you know getting like you know sick and just kind of like freaking out and stuff if 
her kind of saying well maybe this was a sign that he shouldn't be a cop like if that was her kind of just like pushing those thoughts of like oh my gosh like how am I gonna help this rookie kind Mm -hmm. of like navigate it if that was her like pushing her thoughts down or if that was her just not knowing how to like process and accept that Mm -hmm. yeah um and then also of course Jenford flirting in the locker room yes love it um and the (laughs) uh married material during roll call yes proud work wife yes right there love it love it love it can't say enough good things about it and new parents Angela and Wesley yes love that love um and then the question is posed um is the Nolan and Bailey relationship like long lasting or not definitely worth like a question worth um asking because like yeah I know like Melissa's like um on Twitter and like would like quote uh retweet like that she's Mm -hmm. a fan of like the John and Bailey thing I know it's like obviously like Jenna has a lot of fun on the show and whatnot um so I would hope I hope it's I hope it at least lasts this season yeah I mean I don't we haven't seen any of his other relationships last longer than a season like if that so I don't know if it would last any longer than a full season Mm -hmm. but I mean I'm here for it like you know lasting a while mm-hmm. yeah i mean i guess it just depends on what jenna has going on that as is far true. as like other projects mm-hmm. um but valerie on twitter um had said that the locker locker room scenes were fire with the fire emojis so which couldn't agree more mm-hmm. those were pretty good um mm-hmm. also i would love to see more of them in the locker room like even just like talking because we haven't seen the locker room since the pilot episode yeah no I, mean, no I guess we have because we saw it tim and he got shot remember yeah and i mean like lucy was in there changing in like 212 like before they went out yeah. for their girls night but yeah definitely like more of that like set that would definitely be interesting yeah. to see well i'm like those locker room scenes that we've seen they're like they're more like dramatic Mm-hmm. I guess like the one in the pilot where Tim was like you know all like harsh with Jackson was kind of mm-hmm. dramatic but it was yeah I don't know I, I don't know I would like to see more of the locker room mm-hmm. yeah but. definitely um and then Janine said that um like Harper was a little bit harsh with the new rookie but towards the end um he was the one that cracked where the heist would be mm-hmm. Um, so that was like uh, you know like point in his favor and she kind of like seemed to start to accept him into the fold kind of of being uh, a cop and um, Tim telling Gray he has to find his like own way of being a sergeant Uh, she really liked that line I did too honestly I just I liked how different they are um, but still like they're going to work well together I think like yeah. Tim and Gray um, and to have more scenes with them um the tomorrow and Lucy scene uh made her cry and smile at the same time oh same like when they got teary-eyed I got teary-eyed I was yes. like oh yeah it's just like yeah like I said earlier it was like an emotional heart-to-heart that like needed to happen for mm-hmm. them um oh and then also seeing nolan and chen being partners and uh he uh calling lucy boot were good yeah yeah that was fun 
um Nolan and Bailey were cute and it was cute how um he like goes to her to like fix things um after in the end yeah yeah definitely um and then of course the Chenford locker room scene um oh and then she um asked why Lucy couldn't hug Tim in a congratulatory way hmm we could have we could have a Chenford hug like a nice like a light like a happy happy yeah yeah that would be nice maybe in the future maybe we can manifest that for the future yeah I wonder why they didn't I guess maybe just because of the last episode like they figured that it would just be too much on us I mean they they were right yeah but Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know that's interesting yeah oh and then she loved um Lucy going to clap for Tim yeah yeah same yeah it was it was really cute um Christina had tweeted and it's like semi-related to the show but it's kind of like her headcanon she said that if Lucy and Tim do end up together and they end up having a family I bet they're gonna use the mini boots Lucy put in his locker because Tim would save them and like use them on like their future kids oh my god I'm so glad please write that fan fact yeah oh my god yeah no it'd be so good like locker room engagement family announcement the whole nine yards i mean i'm just saying he could take some advice from adam rudzak well <laughs> i don't know because well that engagement that proposal it was cute uh-huh. it did not last That's but true. it was cute but, but like still, i mean just like they need like because you know like the gym they've had like their couple of moments mm-hmm. in like the gym like i don't know i feel like they could have like one place where these like more pivotal moments happen yes for them i guess please definitely oh and then um last but not least um damian holberg from tv guide um who like live tweets the rookie sometimes um tweeted that the rookie needs to make uh trisha a season-long uh villain and then uh wesley and lopez need to start a true crime podcast honestly yeah i would listen to the podcast and i don't listen to true crime ones because I'm not that. like a huge 2020 Dateline person, but <laughs> I am. I would so. I would to listen that. to that because I just know that it would be hilarious. It'd like be so good. The banter. I wonder which... what they would like call it. Like name for a pod because it's like they're like a cop and a lawyer. I was gonna say something like <laughs> cheesy. Could they name like, it that. <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking like a lawyer and like you know because it's like Lopez, so they're like both yeah. L's but like that oh yeah um, no i don't i'm so lame guys i love things like that though be yeah, if you guys know. have any names like tweet them at us or something i like, mean i guess it doesn't have to be like that important of a name but like do, okay i'm so here for it though like mm-hmm. please that'd be fun that would be i don't i don't know what they could call it like i don't know maybe it's just like if we saw more Wolpes scenes, I'd probably be able to like come up with something. But yeah, I don't know. Like, cause ours is shop talk, so I don't know. Like when I thought of the name, I was like, oh well, this is kind of just like us talking, like you know, yeah, as if we're just like scenes of like how they do like their fun moments in like the shop. I know like yeah. Eric and Melissa have a bunch of like shop karaoke. Yeah. That's not what this is, but I mean kind of, you know, it's like fun. Well I thought of it like, you know, okay, you're just like I don't know. I thought of it more as like uh like they're in the shop doing their like patrol for the day and they're just like talking. 
-hmm. and I just thought of it like that's what we're kind of doing I don't know again you know we're just we're doing things here so (laughs) apparently (laughs) we're trying we're trying we're trying um but yeah I mean that we don't really have any other notes on the episode not that I can think of I mean do you nope just really I really just like enjoyed I mean because I know last week was like so heavy and so emotional and so just like this whole roller coaster of feelings so like this one it still had like it had a good mix of like the action a lot more action actually than normal um and just yeah it was like a fun episode and can't wait to see where the rest of the season goes Mm -hmm. yeah but you guys can find us on twitter at the shop talk pod underscore or email us at shop talk the rookie podcast at gmail.com with all of your thoughts um and you can find this individually on twitter as well i'm at jstark804 and i'm at carrie hyman and make sure you check out our t public store if you want some rookie merch um and then next week we'll be back with a recap of episode three um and the promo looks interesting for that it so really does. i'm excited yeah. to see it but mm-hmm. yeah bye guys bye go get them boo